Hey, Matt. Oh, hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs. Some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined by Matt Sitholm, co-host and co-founder of the Super Awesome Mix podcast. This week's episode features some great songs, old and new, so be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune in to our conversation. With that, let's get started. Matt. What are you listening to this week? Okay, Jen. My first song, uh, this one kind of snuck up on me because I was watching a movie and it stuck out. Uh, it's called Running, and it's by a guy named David Dallas, who I was not familiar with. But I was watching the Adam Sandler vehicle Hustle, which is it's just a serious movie. It, but it just premiered on Netflix a couple weeks ago. It's a basketball movie. Um, anyone who's listened to... Uh, our Super Awesome Mix podcast, uh, you know, could could have probably sussed out if you're a loyal listener that I, I like basketball quite a bit. So I was way into this movie. Um, it was pretty good. It was not like amazing, but I mean, you know, you could probably predict things, you know, as they're going to happen. But essentially, he is a he is an NBA scout in the movie, Adam Sandler, and he okay. finds this, you know, would be phenom in Spain. And it was kind of cool because they used an actual NBA player and uh, they used, actually, they used a ton of NBA players and NBA coaches throughout the whole movie. So that, that was kind of neat to see. And uh, there's a training montage and this song is playing during the training montage. And Jen, I don't know how you feel, but I'm kind of a sucker for a training montage. So who is this isn't, one? Matt? Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's a good, that, that might be the better question. That's a good, Yeah. <laughs> But um, I heard the song and I was like, man, I was like, I was getting fired up, like watching this training montage as, as anyone would. Right. But then uh, just listening to the song on its own, I've just kind of had it on repeat since then. Like, I just think it's uh, kind of an awesome track. I'd never heard of this guy, like I said. And this song is like from 2015. But it's uh, man it gets you fired up. And yeah, I immediately put it on my workout mix. Agreed. I liked it a lot. I um, I haven't seen Hustle yet, but tell me if I'm wrong about this. It kind of looks like a basketball Rocky to me, <laughs> like yeah, underdog yeah. story, like but like pushes through, trains hard, and like does it. Yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair assessment of the movie, right? Is uh, yeah, a, a basketball version of Rocky is, is probably a pretty good like kind of one line description. I will say that, you know, there are definitely, like, if you're not a basketball fan, you'll just kind of enjoy it. But knowing a little bit about basketball, right? And, well, actually, I probably know more than average about basketball, I would say. Like, there are some scenes where I'm like, okay, this would never happen. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I definitely had those this would never happen moments in there. It's kind of like the movie uh, Tin Cup, the Kevin Costner movie. Apparently, yes. Apparently, golfers hate that movie. I I don't really I don't play golf, and so I think it's a really enjoyable movie. But golfers are like there's so much like nonsense in that movie, and they they just can't tolerate it. 
it's just unacceptable. They've crossed a line. Well, I have to tell you the other thing about um, about this song that I love too. While we're referencing, you know, old movies and old TV shows, any song that can incorporate an A Team reference, I'm there for. Yeah. So there's a line in the song where he says, "I'm something she ain't seen." No substituting that A team. That's B A Baracus. That B S. That whackness. And I was like, B A Baracus. For those of you that don't know, that was Mr. T's character right. in the yes. original A team. And so I was just like, you know, blown away. I'm like, anybody that can fit in an A team reference, especially like an old school A team. We're not talking the Bradley Cooper version. Like we're going all <laughs> the way back to Mr. T here. <laughs> well, and to get something like B A. Baracus into a rap. Like I also admire, you know, when when songwriters can get something kind of tricky like that into um, into a song, right? Like that's that that wouldn't be like something you'd naturally think you could rhyme, you know. Well, and Baracus and Wackness actually work really well together. It so does. bravo, David Dallas. That's good work there, <laughs> David Dallas. Yeah. So yeah, I think anyone anyone looking to get fired up, I think that would be a, a great one for you. And uh, you know, hustle not not bad. Like I think probably worth your time. I think people would would enjoy it. So you know, th- thumbs up on the song and thumbs up on the movie as well. Yeah, agreed. The cast looked amazing, and um, I did add it to my watch list after you picked this song because I too was uh, actually did work out to it uh, yesterday. So um, I worked out late yesterday and uh, threw this song on. And I'm like, it works. Nice. It works. Yes. <laughs> it yes. Works. All right. Well, uh, we had Run In. That was your first song. So tell me, do you have anything else on repeat this week? What else do you yeah. listen to? So speaking of movies that I was watching, we, uh, my friends and I went down kind of a Rodney Dangerfield rabbit hole recently. <laughs> and just talking about some of his movies, right? And, and there was one called Easy Money. And nobody had any knowledge of this movie, right? Do you remember this movie, Jen? I had no. I do I, remember this. You movie. do remember this, okay? So I, I, I never, I didn't know anything about it. Uh, but it's streaming on Paramount Plus, so I was like, all right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it, and um, I'm just gonna save everyone the time. It's an awful movie, okay? Don't go watch it, <laughs> all right? It's, I mean, just, just watch Back to School again if you want to, you know, tr- you know, or Caddyshack, something good that I was Rodney. Say, Dangerfield. How about Caddyshack? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go with Caddyshack. So, but okay, but the the title track, Easy Money, okay, is a song by Billy Joel. And it's actually off his uh, Innocent Man album. So that took me down a more productive Billy Joel rabbit hole, right? And then I, I came across the song, Everybody Has a Dream. It's the last song off of The Stranger. Um, and yeah, it's interesting going down a Billy Joel rabbit hole because you realize like how many songs, at least I did, like how many songs I knew by him. Like I know a significant percentage of his catalog um, and so many of them like are still played on the radio again. It's it, now it's, it's pretty impressive, but yeah, this song, everybody has a dream. It's really, it's pretty different. I mean, obviously you got the strong piano in it. Uh, it's almost got a gospel kind of feel to it. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because at the end of the song, they bring back that piano intro from the stranger. It's almost it's almost like a you know what they call it, a reprise in the uh, yeah, musical the world, right? Yeah, yep. and so it was almost like that, and and so I thought that was really cool too. That on top of this, I think kind of very different track 
uh, for that album, you you get this kind of reprise of of the stranger uh, right after it. So um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And I mean, you can't go wrong. I think with that album in particular. One hundred percent. And I wrote the same note that you did too about the about the reprise and just sort of how it's like a, a nice bookend, right? Because it opens with that piano and then it closes with that piano. And I'm like, that's a pretty confident move too to say like, this album is so good that I'm going to bookend it for you with this piano solo, like. And he's not wrong. That album is amazing. It's got moving out. It's got just the way you are. It's got only the good die young. It's got she's always a woman. Yeah. I mean, scenes from an Italian it, restaurant. Yeah, oh, scenes from Vienna. I mean, all of right. it is so right. so good. And I'm going to digress a bit here, but I have okay. to. You made me do it, Matt, because you brought up the Easy Money reference. You know what I thought of immediately when I saw this song, and this uh-huh. comes up a lot for us, and um, I, I know that we talk about it, but do you know that there is also a St. Almost Fire connection? If you'll remember, in the big breakup scene where... Um, Leslie and Alex, so Ali Sheedy and Judd uh-huh. Nelson are having yeah. their big breakup. They're moving out of the apartment, and she's bo- she walks in with her boxes, and he's still at the apartment. And she thought he was going to be gone, so she starts boxing up the albums, and he's telling her what she can and can't take. Um, and so he's very, very adamant that she can have all the Carly Simon that she wants, and she can have the Billy Joels except the Stranger. So that's what I immediately thought of was one of my favorite movies and that scene in it. And then the other album, the other thing that he absolutely will not let her take, which I know you'll appreciate, he tells her she can take Thriller, she can take Baller's Nine, but no Springsteen is leaving this house. Also made me think of you. That's amazing. (laughs) Maybe I had more in common with that Jed Nelson character than I realized. Looking back, those those are probably the albums I would have I would have saved too. You know, if Ali Sheedy was moving out on me. Uh, Yeah, that's that's amazing. I don't think I I made that connection at all. Um, Because whenever I think of Jed Nelson in that movie, I think. You know, they kind of set him up to be the 1988 Republican presidential candidate, right? Like it's either (laughs) either going George Bush because everyone loves Reagan, or we're we're doing Alex who just graduated from Georgetown, right? Like exactly six months ago. (laughs) Yeah, like that's that's my favorite aspect of that movie when I try to describe it to people. It's like they graduated from college and all of them are immediately thrust into the most important jobs in their fields. Like there is no. Yeah, look, I'm just waiting tables, <laughs> trying to get by, right? Like, it's like, they're all just like, look, I'm writing the front page of the New York Times. And it's like, look, I gotta, right. I, look, I'm gonna be the governor in two years. And it's like, wait, what is happening? Like, this right. isn't at Nobody's all what life coffee. is like at 22. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's an intern. None of this no, happened. Like, everybody's that. big time. Straight to the top. Oh. All of them. Yeah. So that's what I think of when I think of Alex. But you know, hey, I it, honestly, it, as of right this moment, I would say he'd win my vote. Okay, I'm not even going to think, think about the issues, <laughs> like right. just his love of the stranger and Springsteen. All right, I, Alex, I'm in. I'm he, in. Wins. Yeah. he wins. He wins. He oh. wins. All right, now, then, Jen, what? Uh, clearly, what you, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think clearly, though, just because of how often it comes up, I think either on Super Awesome Mix or on What Are You Listening To, we are going to at some point have to just have a dedicated St. Elmo's Fire 
conversation because it's just, you know, it pops up everywhere. Yeah. And <laughs> whether it's the stranger and everybody has a dream um, or whether it's us, you know, discussing other great songs from the 80s that that movie produced, we talk about it an awful We're lot. Just, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to have to do kind of a bonus episode where we do like a solid 30 minutes on St. Elmo's Fire. I think that's what we'll do. And <laughs> And maybe um, release it around the holiday time or something like that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be our it. gift to the world. Our I was going to say the, the gift that keeps on giving. It does. Let's it does. please talk about Saint Elmo's Fire forty years later. <laughs> what the people want. Um, all right. So speaking of a gift that keeps on giving, uh, Jen, what are you listening to this week? Oh, the gift that keeps on giving. And I think, you know, by the time this episode releases, it will have been out for almost a full week. But on repeat for me and probably most of America is Break My Soul by Beyonce. I mean, when Beyonce releases a single in the middle of the summer, you just listen. You just do. And this song is no different. I mean, it's really, I think, too, what's cool is, you know, when I first saw your tracks, I kind of had whiplash a little bit. And um, when I put the whole playlist together, I was like, whoa, we really went, like, off the rails here. But then I did see some through lines. You know, it it sounds like maybe we're both a little tired of the grind. That was one (laughs) thing that I got from our songs. Um, And that's really what Break My Soul is all about, right? It's kind of the antithesis of running. It's um, it's Beyonce supporting the great resignation and she is done playing games. Um, and I think that the song is like not only like super dancey and great, but it has a great message. It's um, it, it's Beyonce at her finest. Like you cannot there's nothing that I can say bad about this song other than I know that I'm going to drive everybody in my house and in my car crazy because I may not stop listening to it until like <laughs> August or September. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I loved it too. Yeah, it's really good. She does a little bit of rapping in the middle, which I was pretty impressed mm-hmm. with. And she samples Show Me Love by Robin S. Remember that song? Yes. That's like the piano, I think, in this one is what she's sampling there, which I kind of made a note. I was like, that was kind of a big pop song. And this is a significantly better version of that song. So it's almost like, you know, I was probably out on Show Me Love, to be honest with you, but I'm kind of in on this one. So it's like, okay, yeah, like taking the aspects of a song I didn't care for and really making it significantly better. So so yeah, great job, Beyonce. And yeah, a real, like, even if you don't even think about the great resignation, right? Like, let's say you're, I mean, Warren Buffett, right? So you're just super wealthy. It's it's still a great track and still just the anthem of like, you won't break my soul, like, is pretty awesome. So even if it's not so like good. directly relevant to your life, like, it's still something that's going to, you know, get you in the right, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a great message and, and it's a powerful song. Definitely. And just that, you know, the part it it opens and then throughout the song where it says, release your anger, release your mind, release your job, release the time, release your trade, release the stress, release the love, forget the rest. I'm like that in and of itself is just like (laughs) genius. So, um, yeah, this one this one is going to be the the hot track of the summer, I think. And I feel bad for anybody else that has albums coming out over the next two weeks. (laughs) Sorry, Drake. Sorry, Tove. I think they dro- I think she dropped a single too, and it's just like everybody's only listening to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. I think she might have won. She she might have won the summer. I think that's a pretty good prediction on your part. Yeah. 
Um, well, and well, then the other song when I when I'm trying to give everyone in the car a break from Beyonce, which is brief but necessary. Um, I have been listening to another song that I constantly find myself putting on repeat since it came out um, in March of this year um, as a single, and it's a song called "Lost Track" by Haim. Um, Haim is one of my all-time favorites. Love everything that those sisters do, and um, their albums are great. They're great live. Um, they're great lyricists. You know, we we often talk a lot about lyrics on the show. Um, they're on both shows, actually, on your show and on this show. Um, they're they're important, I think, to you and I and Samer. Um, and so we talk about them a lot. And I just love the lyrics in this song. I love the sentiment. And it kind of this was interesting to me too that we both kind of picked these like. Um, kind of fired up, dancey songs, and then we picked a really peaceful, like, calming song, um, (laughs) you know, where we're talking about everybody has a dream, has a gospel feel, and then when you listen to Lost Track, they have sort of this, like, music box or wind chime effect or something that's kind of playing in the background, Um, and it's a short little song. It's, like, two minutes and 20 seconds, um, but just so great, and um, I I love that it just revolves around... um, this one line about, you know, I'll never get back what I lost track of. Um, I just think that they keep repeating it over and over in the song. And apparently that was sort of the foundation. They'd had this lyric written down for a while and just weren't sure where to put it. Um, And I just think it's so clever and um, it's just, it it makes you think. um, And I love, I love this song. I just think it's like a peaceful interesting little character study and the video that goes with it is actually pretty fantastic too it's directed by paul thomas anderson um who's directed i think this was the ninth video he's directed for heim Um, oh wow i love i love paul thomas anderson so i'll have to go check that out yeah yeah, go check I mean, it not out. that that's it's like a watching. that's like a crazy opinion, right? I think a lot of people love Paul Thomas Anderson, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, yeah. I, you know, the couple things stood out to me about this song. First of all, like just having a song called "Lost Track," your mind immediately goes to track as it refers to the song, right? Like that connection. Right. But I thought it was so well done that that's their title. But then the way that it's in the song is exactly what you said. I'm not going to get back what I lost track of. So they use it in kind of both forms. And I, I don't know. I thought that was just really well done. And then I just love when I listen to Haim, their vocal harmonies, I think are just incredible. They're like this female acapella group <laughs> with that also play musical instruments. So I just think they're so cool. Like everything, that's what I find myself dialing in on is just what the different voices are doing in the song. And uh, that's what I I, I just always enjoy that about their music. Yeah, me too. I just think they're like the always the coolest girls in the room. You know, when people think like, oh, who would you want to sit down and have a drink with? I'm like, all three sisters in Heim, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't one of them in, uh, was it Licorice Pizza, that Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. movie that came out? Yeah. Yeah, Alana. Actually, the whole family is in it. All three oh, okay. sisters and their mom and dad. Yeah, wow. but Alana's the star. Okay. The youngest Haim sister is, uh, uh, or Haim sister is, um, is, is the star of Licorice Pizza. So yeah. yeah. 
Well, I think we did a whole lot of um, movie, television, and music <laughs> chat today. Three of my favorite things. So, Well, it's a great source of uh, finding new music. You know, like I always kind of stand, you know, I, I do try to listen to what people are playing. I think it really adds something to like movie and TV shows. So I often find myself discovering new music that way. Me too. And I can remember when I was younger, it really had a bad stigma. People thought it was such a lame way to find new music. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm here to say that it is not. It is a very good way to find new music. And I stand by that. And I feel very supported and seen by you, Matt. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Well, thanks for having me on the show. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week. And to our listeners, remember to check out the Super Awesome Mix podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Super Awesome Mix on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. Be sure to join me again next week to find your new favorite